Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 2, Episode 11, titled The Desert. Yet another brilliant episode of this show. Yet another absolutely amazing episode of this show. I absolutely adore literally every single thing about it. It is extraordinary. Honestly, and regular listeners of this show may remember me saying this like a month ago, but honestly, I genuinely believe that this episode is what the Great Divide one of the weakest episodes of this entire show, should have been. And an argument can be made that it even tried to be that, to a certain extent, but failed miserably. This is what that episode should have been. A brilliant 22 minutes of visceral, unyielding survival drama. Within the Avatar style. Within the Avatar world. Within the Avatar realm. And my god. Did it deliver on that. In such an extraordinary way. That really is the perfect description. Of this episode. A brilliant 22 minutes of. Visceral unyielding survival drama. Within the Avatar Within the Avatar realm. I'm having a stroke, apparently. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal episode. I love it so much. So, from a character perspective, by far the most significant element of this episode is Aang's rage. Because this picks up literally right where the last episode left off. In fact, when it aired... This in the library aired as one hour. They're just that. They feel that much interlinked. So it picks up right where the last one left off. And Aang's just lashing out at everyone. Blaming everyone for Appa being stolen. And he's just desperately on this search for Appa. The entire time. Like he doesn't even care if... He makes it out of the desert or not. He doesn't care if everyone survives this trek through the desert. All he cares about is getting Appa back. 
and it blinds him the entire time, and it causes him to be this hulking rage monster that up until this point, he's been literally the exact opposite of because Appa is everything to him. He's his oldest friend, literally. An argument can be made that Appa is the thing Aang cares about most. He just lost... A member of his family, essentially. Someone was stolen from him that he cares deeply about. So he ventures out in the desert alone at first, trying to find Appa. And then he does that whole mushroom cloud thing. Then he comes back to everyone else and is a dick. And... is just this mess of sorrow and anger and it's devastating, really. It's absolutely devastating to see someone so, up until this point, easygoing, so positive, so optimistic, be crushed so deeply by the loss of Appa. It's massively, massively upsetting, and... One of the darkest moments, I think, of this entire show, at least from a character perspective. Like, it's difficult to watch. It really, really is. Let alone the survival in the desert. That whole aspect of it. Katara, Sokka, Toph, and then eventually Aang as well. Just sort of limping along. Just hoping that they make it to the other end, or they somehow magically come into something that'll save them. And they're running out of water, they're getting tired. Uh, I love the moment where Aang has to go up to a cloud and bend the water, and there's not a lot there because it's a desert cloud. It's really, really fantastic. And Katara is just trying to keep everyone together. Trying to remain the optimist of the group. To get them through this situation. Because no one else really can. Toph literally has no idea where she's going. Sokka is high on cactus juice. More on that in a minute. Aang is just a rage monster. So she's really the only one who is able to persevere for the rest of the group. Able to push everyone to getting to a place to survive. And it's overwhelmingly futile. The odds are overwhelmingly against them in this case. That like they're going to die. They're going to die Multiple times they say, without Appa, we are going to die. Because we have to traverse this whole thing on foot. And it's this very... It's this very soul-crushing dynamic. And... It's one of the few moments of this show that feels entirely hopeless. It's 
it's a masterwork in stakes. It's a masterwork in <laughs> providing the most overwhelming obstacle possible. And it's no Fire Nation battle. Like, they are not in this position because it's the Fire Nation. They are not in this position because a firebender plopped them in the middle of the desert and stole Appa. Like, this is totally independent of the Fire Nation, which makes it even more brilliant. This isn't a man-versus-man conflict. It is man-versus-nature. Something that Avatar does very, very rarely. Like, yeah, they've had, like, conflicts with animals. They've had conflicts with people that are supposedly on their side. They've had conflicts with spirits. They've had plenty of conflicts outside of Avatar versus Fire Nation, but they've never had a straight up we gotta survive this location. We gotta survive this place that just actively works against us. In pretty much every possible respect. It's phenomenal. And then there's also that brilliant levity. Oh, also. The color palette of the desert at night. I love it. it, it it's hauntingly beautiful. It really, really is. But anyway. Cactus juice. <laughs> Let's talk about cactus juice. Oh my god. The most soul-crushing episode of Avatar, maybe in its maybe in its entire run, but definitely in this season. One of the most overwhelmingly hopeless episodes of the entire show. And yet, they find a way to sneak in. Maybe the funniest bit of this entire show. <laughs> when you think of the comedic brilliance of Avatar, one of the first things you think of is cactus juice because everything regarding the cactus juice is amazing. Every time Sokka opens his mouth after he gets high on cactus juice is amazing. Drink cactus juice. It'll quench ya. Nothing's quenchier. It's the quenchiest. It's a giant mushroom. Maybe it's friendly! <laughs> Who licked off on fire? How did we get out here in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> Why don't we ask the circle birds? <laughs> Everything about the cactus juice is great. <laughs> I love the cactus juice so freaking much. It's so great. Oh my god. I love it. it it's so funny. <laughs> I never I never watch this episode and don't laugh. I'm never not on the ground while laughing when watching the cactus juice portions of the episode. And then you have this third act where they 
get that sand sailor. And they're sailing across the desert. And they come across this giant rock. And they go in. And it's a vulture beehive. And they in, they're in this fight with vulture bees. Which is really, really well done. And provides an added sense of urgency to an episode with already overwhelming stakes. And then the Sandbenders show up. And they have this confrontation with the guy who took Appa. And Aang, Aang's rage just reaches its peak. Aang's rage just reaches an all-time high. And he just wrecks them. Wrecks the Sandbenders. Mercilessly. Because they stole his closest friend. His oldest family. And in this moment we get... Maybe the most devastating, the emo- the most emotionally devastating use of the Avatar state in this entire show. Where Aang is not in any danger. His friends aren't in any danger. There's no horrible, horrible challenge that he has to overcome. That he needs the power of the Avatar State for. This is something that has only been used once before. This is an Avatar State use that has only been used once before with the Southern Air Temple. Where it's just Aang in pure sorrow and rage. His emotions have gone so out of control. That the only way to properly let them out is through the Avatar State. And it's a brilliant, wordless character moment. Where the Sandbenders run away. Sokka and Toph run away. But Katara stays. And, like, without saying anything, just... Just brings Aang down, literally, and holds him. And Aang calms down. It is a brilliant, brilliant end to the episode. I also, by the way, love that Sandbender who stole Appa, like, just begging, like, Please, I didn't know I belonged to the Avatar. Uh, we'll, we'll escort you across the desert. We'll help however we can. Uh, screw you, asshole. Screw you, you friggin' dick. And all of this, all of this is without even mentioning the Zuko and Iroh subplot. Where Zuko and Iroh come across the rough rhinos, and then they go into the Misty Palms Oasis, and they come across the Order of the White Lotus that gets them passports to Ba Sing Se. All the while, Shin Fu and Master Yu have diverted from their quest for Toph to capture Zuko and Iroh for the money. I especially love the bar fight, which is really, really extraordinary. Everything about that subplot is really, really fantastic. And it is all done very, very well. And it 
sets up a very intriguing plotline that I'm very excited to talk about, which is Zuko and Iroh, two members of the Fire Nation royal family, one of which laid waste to Bossing Say almost in the Earth Kingdom capital. I cannot wait to get into that, because there's a lot really fascinating that happens in there. So good. This episode's great. It's absolutely brilliant. I love it. So fantastic. 100%. Just the greatest. See, I say it's the greatest, but it's also not in my top 10 favorite episodes of this show. That's how good this show is. Good God, I could talk about this episode for an hour, but I'm not going to. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1, Episode 12. Talk to you then.